Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Phillies Today on Phillies 24-7 and 94WIP podcast. I'm Francisco Rojas. And I feel like the last like like eight times I've done episodes that I've just been ecstatic and I felt phenomenal about our fightings. And look, still only a half game out of the wild card spot. Like you, you feel good about that. And like, look, it's gone back and forth between what the Marlins and the and the Giants and the Brewers and you know Arizona and. You know, uh, Chicago and San Diego are a little, a little farther behind, but Phillips only half game out of wild card spot. But I don't feel great today. I don't think any of us feel great, unless you're a Pirates fan. And I don't know why you'd be listening to this if you're a Pirates fan, just because you have nothing else better to do. Whatever. But welcome if you are welcome. Okay. <laughs> the uh, the Phils lose two of three to the Pirates, and they definitely deserved it. It's kind of like my the. The theme I get from this weekend is they deserve to lose two of three for sure. They, I mean, they even got lucky on Friday night that Pirates decided third baseman or third base coach decided not to send Andrew McCutcheon on that one uh, ball to the outfield. So I, I don't, I don't know. But the Phils deserve to lose this series, rightfully so. Doesn't mean they're a bad team. Just had a very stupid series as far as base running goes and the fielding issues. My gosh, I mean. Well, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it, man. I mean, ha- they just base running and field the fielding errors have just killed this team uh, this weekend. It's been awful. Uh, so t- today's, today's show, really, recap yesterday's game, give you the key moments. Uh, we'll get into our takeaways from yesterday's game and also the series as a whole. And then I'll preview tonight's game uh, against Miami. Big series starting there as Miami uh, right in front of the Phils in the wild card race, four games set um, for those fightings against Miami. Uh, they'll get to some news and notes involving uh, a player that Phils uh, need back soon. Phils need back, uh, uh, you know, for the bullpen and uh, another player that his story, uh, the, the, a very you know heartfelt story, I guess you want to say. Uh, might be coming to an end here in Philadelphia. Now we'll get to some trades, and I mean the trade deadline's tomorrow, so we have to talk about the trade deadline. Someone I wanted the Phils to get, Phils are not getting. Very upset about it, uh, but it's not the end of the world. Not the end of the world. I still feel like this team uh, has a chance to make a run, even if they don't make uh, the 
get, or get the players that I want them to get at the deadline. And we're going to get into that. I'll, I'll tell you the players I'm looking at right now as we head into the deadline tomorrow. Um, so we'll we'll do that. And yeah, and then we'll look at the standings where the Phils, you know, stand wild card standings. And uh, and I kind of already told you, but uh, we're going to get into that. So before I get you out of here, so let's start with the key moments from yesterday. Top of the fourth, Alec Boom, two run bomb, uh, to get the scoring started for the Phils. Um, Christopher Sanchez has been awesome. <laughs> it's been great. Has been has made it tough for the Phils to. I thought they need. A, I still think they need maybe a pitcher at the deadline, and we'll we'll get into that. But makes you think for sure. As you know, Christopher Sanchez has. Uh, he's looked like more than a good fifth starter the last couple of times out. He he threw he throws no hitter through five innings, and everyone was wondering uh, why he was taken out uh, after the fifth. Uh, well, apparently he had a stomach illness, and that's the reason why they took him out. So he had a no hitter going, you know, seventy three pitches through five innings. He was great, but uh, he was taken out because of a stomach illness. So that's that's the reason. If anyone was wondering, um, bottom of the six, Brian Reynolds. Two-run bomb to tie it up at two. Uh, top of the seventh, Bryce Harper with an RBI single. Uh, Garrett Stubbs would score to make it a 3-2 game. And then, very next batter, boom, with the RBI single. Um, and Schwarber would score. Uh, so there was the top of the seventh. Bottom of the seventh, Connor jo- A couple of weird plays here. Obviously, we have to, we're have we going to get in these, these plays, uh, get in depth with them a little bit. Connor Joe pops up. Uh, in the infield, and then Trey Turner and Edmundo Sosa can't communicate, and there's a fielding error. I mean, they can't communicate. The ball comes down. They both screaming, "I got it! I got it! I got it!" And the ball drops in the infield. Joe is safe at first, and this course turns out to be costly as Brian Reynolds uh, would get an RBI single. Uh, the very next batter, right? It was Brian Reynolds' RBI single. Joe should have only gotten to third or even stayed at second. I don't know. But Connor Joe ends up scoring because of, of a, a play by Johan Rojas you wouldn't expect them to make. He has a fielding error, and I guess he plays the ball wrong as it bounces uh, to his, his right, I guess, or his right or his left. Um, and he has to go back to get it. And um, that would allow Connor Joe to score. And both of these errors, the Turner and the Sosa fielding error come back to bite him, and the Rojas play right there. Um, so not, I mean, Marsh, I mean, the, the play Marsh made on Saturday night was pretty much that, that same reason why they lost that game. Uh, bottom of the eighth, Nick Gonzalez, uh, by the way, it's 4-3 game at this point. Nick, Nick Gonzalez with a sack fly. Jared Triolo would score to tie it up. Top of the tenth, this is where, <laughs> this is where things got, uh, this is where you knew the Phils weren't going to win this game. Trey Turner flies out to right field. Uh, Alec Bohm was on second base. He tried advancing to third as Bryce Harper was on third. And Harper, like, looked like he was going to go, but he stopped. Like, and he came back to third. And But Bohm was already going to third, thinking that Harper was, was going home. And, and then Bohm tries to go back to second. And then uh, Harper goes tries to tries to go home. Uh, he tries to go Go uh, instead, actually try to go home, and he's tagged out, and uh, of course, and then Bones back to second, and then there it is a double play, and the Phils will not score there. So, uh, and of course, bottom of the 10th, 
Josh Palacios uh, hits a two-run walk-off bomb off Andrew Vasquez, and I think this was Josh Palacios' birthday, if I'm not mistaken. So if it is, happy birthday to him. I guess that's a cool story, whatever, but not not fun for us. Um, so the Phillies will lose this game by a score of 6-4. to four. Awful loss. Really one of the worst losses of the season. That I, I mean, I think that's it might be number one. Right? It could be number one. I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm forgetting some games there in April and May, but like, I mean definitely definitely a top three loss so far. I mean, Saturday night wasn't great either. So this was not not a fun game. Uh definitely definitely not a, a fun game to recap here, but here we are. Um so my I mean my takeaways are are clear as day. Um fielding and base running. Uh horrible. I don't. I don't know what else to say. And like, I want to emphasize. I know. I know we love Bryce, but I can, this is why kind of why I'm saying it because Bryce's base running is just straight up awful sometimes. And we, I, I get it, and we all get it. And we, we, we all say this. Like, we love to see him hustle. We love the heart and soul that he puts into this game. Um, you know, he's deserved the the two MVPs that he's won uh, in his career so far. Hopefully, maybe we'll get another one. Um, you know, in his prime years here, but like. Bryce Harper's a bad pace runner. Like it just, it doesn't. It, some of these are like little league. Like yesterday with the Boom and the, and the Bryce, the Bryce thing. Like that's little league to a certain extent, right? Like I, I don't know. Like I wasn't a great little league player, but come on. Like these are these are simple things that Bryce Bryce should be not, you know should know. He was hitting five hundred foot bombs by the time he was fourteen. I it just seems like we don't criticize Bryce enough for this, and I get it. We love him, but like. Come on, give him a little more criticism. Like this is, this is something. This is an area he needs to clean up. Uh, you know, we love it when he legs out a double, and you know he gets in there and he's safe. But sometimes he's lucky. Like let's be real. Sometimes he just gets lucky. There's a lot of times where I've seen him where it's like a bad tag or whatever. And yeah, Bryce hustles, but it's like okay, like don't do that again. Like that wasn't smart. I mean, Castellanos has not been a good base runner this year. It's you know at times it seems like just. Uh, but because he's another one that comes to mind, we tries to leg out doubles sometimes. But Bryce n- needs to get it together. <laughs> needs to get it together with the base running. Someone needs, someone needs to talk to him. Uh, you know about that, like the coaching staff, whoever, Topper, someone. Uh, you know, Bryce is Bryce, but get into him about it. Um, and just like the fielding and base running in in general, they need to get it together for the playoffs. Like you're not going to win championships. You know, and I've been a big proponent for like, okay, defense is a little overrated, but like, obviously it wasn't overrated in this series. Like, it definitely was a huge part of why they lost these games. And come playoff time in big moments, like you got to do the fundamentals. Number one and number two, like, yeah, like pretty much, like that's it. You got to do the fundamentals. Like, Marsh on Saturday night, you got to play that ball better. Rojas got to play that ball better. Uh, you know the the. Turner fly out with the boom and the Harper and the, the, the it's Sosa and the Turner. You got to communicate a little better. It was probably hard to hear there. Everyone was yelling the crowd, whatever. I don't, I don't care. You, you got, you got to make that play. You got to figure that out because once they get to the playoffs, and I think they will, um, I believe they will. Uh, you got to get it together. So fielding and base running, got to get it together for the playoffs. That's my, my first takeaway uh, from, from this game. And then Christopher Sanchez too, like that I've already, you know, talked about him there, like in the the recap of the game. Uh, you know, he's making it tough on the on the staff to to you know, or to the front office to see what they want to do with the deadline. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. Um, 
you know, puts more a little more pressure on on Dombrowski and Fold on who they want to try to look at at the deadline. So I think that uh, you know Christopher Santos has been great. He was a big takeaway. I know he apparently was dealing with some illness, and hopefully he's feeling better and all that all that stuff. But Sanchez has to uh, you know he's he's been. He's been great. I mean, you can't really ask much more from your fifth starter because all you usually ask for from your fifth starter is at least give you a chance to win. You know, you might have some bad starts, but give give you a chance to win. Um, those are my game takeaways. Series takeaways. I mean, first one, do you lose a series to the Pirates? And like, you know, every and Bryce talked about this after the game, and we we you know as baseball fans we talk about it a lot, um, or maybe it's not talked about enough. Like, just remember, like, you know. Bad teams take series from good teams, okay? Like, it's not great that we lost a series to the Pirates, and the way they lost it is even worse, I think. Um, but, you know, like, the Pirates don't have terrible players. Um, I mean, you know, they're still a still a major league team. And, you know, any given – not any given Sunday. It's not freaking football. But um, I am excited for the Birds uh, as they're back, training camp. Um, but – it's still baseball. It's still the majors. Like, still all professionals. So, oh, you lose a series to the Pirates. You lose. The, oh, how could you lose to the Pirates? Dude, it happens. Best teams lose to the worst teams sometimes. It's it's major league baseball. It's not little league. You're not. It's not Goliath versus David uh, with ten year olds. It's not that. Okay. So lose a series to the Pirates. Not the end of the world, but it doesn't feel good. It's more again. It's more of the way they lost the series. How they lost it. Um, another takeaway. That horrible Nola outing on Saturday night, that was just horrible. They need him to be better for the second half. He has to be better for the for the second half. Is, I mean, at this point, are we just? I mean, this is not good. That's why I, we'll talk about it at the deadline here. Maybe they really do need to get a fifth starter, even with Sanchez pitching better, you know? So, and you can't really project for Christopher Sanchez to be great the rest of the second half. So maybe they still do need a fifth starter. We're going to get into that. But horrible Nola outing, doesn't feel, don't feel good about that. Wheeler, though. Friday night was great. Hopefully that's a sign of things to come uh, for Zach Wheeler. And uh, my last takeaway from the series, fielding and base running. I already talked about it a, a bunch here. I don't really have to say too much more about it, but fielding and base running, a huge reason why they lost this series, probably the number one reason. Um, so fielding and base running, again, um, series takeaway, game takeaway, takeaway for the rest of the year. Got to get it together. Um, so, so the Phils will play. They will uh, play Miami tonight, who just took two of three uh, from the Detroit Tigers. The Tigers have not been good this year, uh, but Miami has. Um, but they haven't been great as of late-ish. The four and six in their last ten games, nine and fourteen in July. Um, after a nineteen and eight June, and they were really making a statement there, saying like, "Hey, we're, we're actually a good team. Like, don't uh, you know, uh, don't sleep on us." Um, you know, they, they made the trade for David Robertson, um, just a couple of days ago. Mets are selling Marlins absolutely should be buying. Um, they're an interesting team to watch and they're a division rival, but interesting team to watch as you never see them buy. They, they never usually do this. So in a way, like, I know this isn't great to hear as a Phillies fan, but it's kind of nice to see them uh, buying and going for it. But, um, Phillies got to do their job here. They, I mean, Miami's uh half game in front of them, uh, in the wild card standings along with Milwaukee. Uh, so you got to do your job here. I think you got to take three or four. Uh, I don't want to split. I don't want to split. I want some confidence going into uh, August and September. Um, 
you know, split wouldn't be the worst. Split wouldn't be the, the worst thing in the world. Three or four would not be great. Um, you don't want to, especially against your division rival and a team that you were better against last year um, after a horrible, you know, last couple of years prior to where we could. That's the part of the reason why they couldn't make the playoffs because the, you, you couldn't beat Miami. Um, so Miami takes two of three to Detroit. Um, tonight it's going to be Taiwan Walker um, and Edward Cabrera. Um, for Miami, it's not Edwin, right? It's Edward. I don't know why I think oh, Edwin's the other. He's a former pitcher, right? I think he's who's pitcher for Detroit. I think. Uh, so it'll be Taiwan Walker and Edward Cabrera tonight, and then rest of the series it will be Sandy Alcantara versus Ranger Suarez, uh, and then it'll be Braxton Garrett versus Wheeler, and then Johnny Cueto versus Aaron Nola. So I feel good about three of those four names there. Obviously, you can do the math and tell me who I don't feel good about uh, going into uh, the rest of or uh, this series of Miami four games set. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so th- there's your uh, there's your starters for the rest of the series, and um, some news and notes. Noah Song. DFA, and I could get into this a lot, like not really into it a lot, but the people that are like upset over this, you know, he had a 7.36 ERA and eight rehab appearances, right? Like, I guess it's like potential thing. It's really more of like, let's just be honest. Can we all be honest? Like, we're emotional about it because it's a nice story. Like, he was in the was he in the military? Was in was in Navy or whatever it was. Uh, sorry, I. I mean, I disrespect Noah Song and, you know, his story and everything, but, like, it's great. But, like, I don't uh, – cool. Like, take your emotion out of it for a second and realize he has 736 ERA and eight rehab appearances. Um, you're not going to call him up or add him to the 26-man roster whatever because because you love the story. Like, he has to have pitched well enough. He did not pitch well at all. I mean, I, right there, the ERA, you know, over seven and eight rehab appearances. So Phil's having until tomorrow a trade my deadline if he hasn't traded outright waivers. Um, and the Phil's would have a chance to, I think, give him back to Boston uh, for $50,000. They would have to offer him back to Boston for $50,000. Um, Jose Alvarado is the second one. He's been dealing with left elbow inflammation. Um, he's going to throw his second bullpen session tomorrow. Expected returns to be determined still. The Phils need him. Phils need Jose Alvarado. Um, I mean, he's one of the best relievers in baseball, um, or he has been, um, is what he's been healthy. Um, so, I mean, Phils need him to stay healthy and come back and be healthy. Um, so, yeah, those are those are some of your news and notes uh, for today. So, Let's get to uh, around the tr- around the league, really around the trade deadline, because that's where around you know around the league with these trades. Um, as let's start it off, just to get to some of these uh, trades that have happened uh, in the last couple of days. Uh, big ones last big one last night or yesterday. Uh, Angels get C.J. Crone and Randall Grichik for Jake Madden and Mason Albright. I want a Grichik. Feels like I'm getting Phils were not getting grown, but I wanted Grichik. I wanted Grichik uh, for. Uh, I wanted Grichik for. I thought he would be a perfect fit for this team, just because you wouldn't have to give up all that much. I don't really know too much about Jake Madden and Mason Mason Albright, um, but I, just for just for Grichik alone, I, I I thought the Phils wouldn't have to give up too much. I thought he'd be perfect for this team. Could play 
play anywhere in the outfield, but especially wanting to play left field. He's a you know good bat, uh, you know solid defense, and uh, yeah, that's, that's what you're looking for. Um, and then also, uh, so the Phils will not get Randall Gritchick. Uh Jordan Hicks to the Blue Jays. Dude can throw like one one 110 miles per hour on a sinker. Not actually, but uh, yeah. So uh, Jordan Hicks to the Blue Jays. Um, Jordan Montgomery to the Rangers. Rangers are going, going, going for it. Even with the Grom out this year and whatnot. Um, they're adding, wrote that they got Scherzer on, uh, I think it was on Friday night, right? Or Friday or Saturday. I think it was Saturday. Uh, they got Scherzer and they get Jordan Montgomery. Um, so the Rangers are really going for it. Um, they're trying to, you know, uh, make sure they uh, stave off the Astros. Is that the word? Stave? I'm just dumb. Don't 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 worry about me. But I think you, I think stave off. Stave off. I'm I'm right. I'm right. Look at that. My literacy is getting better. So there we go. Uh, yeah, Jordan Montgomery to the Rangers, Scherzer to the Rangers as they try to stave off the Astros. Um, and just before we go here, um, so now that the Phils can't get Randall Grichuk, unless the, the Angels would would that's stupid because they're going for it. So uh, the Angels are really going for it as they you know, take Gotani off the trade market. And the Cardinals also took, that's another note I didn't think to say, Arenado, uh, Nolan Arenado, there were reports that he might waive his no-trade clause to go to the Dodgers. Um, will, will not happen because the Dodgers are taking, or the Cardinals are taking him off the trade market. So before we go here, uh, I, I mean, I would... Uh, I'd like the Phils to get maybe a Tommy Pham. I mean, Tommy Pham's probably been equal to Randall, Randall Grichuk this year as far as, like, um, that type of player goes, as far as, you know, maybe, like, a you know, 15 to 20 homer guy this year on pace for and uh, gives you solid solid defense, um, just solid all-around player this year. Um, Pham, Pham, maybe Mark Canna, too, but, like, they're, they're, they're in the division. I don't think that would happen. I don't think that that, that would not happen. Uh, also... Um, so yeah, would not think that would happen. Uh, Lane Thomas from the Nationals, he's cooled off a little bit, which is kind of good. Like his numbers are still good. He's, I mean, it's not great, and you don't want to get him when he's cooling off. Maybe we'll get hot. But Lane Thomas from Washington, I would. Lane Thomas is a good option. I just don't want to have to give up so much. But he's cooled off a little bit, so maybe you wouldn't have to give as much to get Lane Thomas. But he's gonna be a popular candidate for other teams too. Um, so I mean, a bunch of these guys will be. So Lane Thomas, I think, would be a good fit. Another corner outfielder um, for the, you know, fit this team uh, down the stretch. Um, Eduardo Rodriguez, as far as pitching goes, I still like Eduardo Rodriguez. I just, I don't know. You don't want to just go off recent. Like, if you're Dombrowski, if you're Fold, you want to be looking forward and projecting to a certain extent. Yes, you want to look at what your pitchers are doing right now and, you know, Christopher Sanchez and, you know, some of your back-end guys with Sanchez, Walker, and Ranger. But you also want to, like, look at just, the player they are in general, you know, not just, not just what, who they are right now. You know, you just can't go off, off recency every single time. So I think Eduardo Rodriguez would still be a, a, a good, a good, a good arm to go out and get. You just need, I mean, cause he, I think he would fit this rotation perfectly. I, I still think he would uh, to a certain extent. Yeah. What there'll be an odd man out would probably be Christopher Sanchez, but the bullpen. There you go. You get your bullpen piece. And I, I was I was thinking about a, a reliever for depth as well. Maybe not a big name guy. Um, there's a couple of guys over from Detroit. Um, maybe like an Alex Lang who's been decent this year. Um, maybe a Jose Cisnero. 
somebody like that you wouldn't have to give up a whole lot, but it give, gives depth to this team uh, or depth to the you know to the bullpen. So um, yeah, those are guys I'm looking at to like you know corner outfielder, Fam, Elaine Thomas, somebody like that. Um, Eduardo Rodriguez, and then maybe a reliever for depth. So, um, and then just before we leave, uh, looking at the standings, the Phils are a half game out of the wild card. Like I said, uh, Miami, Milwaukee, uh, both tied at 57 and 49, um, with the second and third spots. And then San Fran, 58 and 48, um, with the first, uh, wild card spot. And then Arizona, half a game behind the Phils at one game back of the wild card. So, so that's going to do it for me. Next time I talk to you guys, we're definitely going to recap the trade deadline. Um, so uh, whenever I talk to you guys next, uh, hopefully we're talking about some of these pieces that I have mentioned. Um, but if not, I think we'll still be talking about our World Series run, hopefully. So that's going to do it for me, Francisco Rojas. I'll talk to you guys soon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.